am Mitali Jain, a childbirth educator, pregnancy yoga trainer, and founder of Birth With Me. In this weekly podcast, I talk about pregnancy, pregnancy care, labor and birthing, infant care, postpartum care, and a whole lot more for a positive birthing experience. Tune in every Saturday for a brand new episode. Hey guys, welcome to this new episode of Birth With Me. I have with me my co-host Mansi. Hi Mitali and hi listeners. So, what are we going to be talking about today Mitali? So today we're going to talk about postpartum. Ah, so right. Now we see so many celebrities uh, putting up pictures post-birth in this whole fit avatar. So when we're talking about postpartum, are we going to be talking about that? Also, the kind of expectations that uh, or trends, if I would like to say, that these celebrities or society in general set for us or for the women who've given birth. What do you think about that? Hmm. So that's basically what we are going to cover, but not on the aspect of how to bounce back or you know how to get back to your pre-pregnancy weight, because let's understand that. if it took you or any other woman 9 months to reach there and give birth don't you think you should give yourself at least a couple of months if not 9 months to heal and recover and get fitter rather than a couple of weeks yeah that's i mean isn't that very unrealistic in general yeah it is a very unrealistic standard but unfortunately that's the society we live in that's why today we're going to talk about all the different changes that postpartum does to your body be it physical changes be it emotional changes and then after listening to it i think it's up to you to take your own call whether after knowing all of these different changes that happen to your body do you want to push your body to its limits or beyond its limits just to get back to a certain shape that you think you look good in or you think the society thinks you look good in but uh, ask your partner this i think that they would accept you in whatever shape size or form especially if after you've given birth so yeah i mean that's that's a really beautiful thought to begin this podcast on so mitali Let's talk about the changes, okay? So the birth giver or mother, um, traditionally, she is somebody who is giving birth, and giving birth is a very beautiful process, no question about that. But at the same time, it's something that takes immense toll, um, on the body. So let's begin by breaking it down for the listeners on what are exactly the requirements, um, of healing physically for the women and for the birth givers. and let's let's also try to talk about uh, be it a vaginal birth or a cesarean birth so what are those aspects if you could share so like you rightly said that you know giving birth is a beautiful experience but at the same time it takes an emo- a huge toll on the body the physical body the emotional and mental state of the woman and even the partner you know be it the father or uh, your partner so let's you know dive into first the physical aspect of uh, postpartum so it basically takes at least 6 weeks for your uterus to return to its pre-pregnancy size yeah so your uterus has grown to accommodate the baby now it goes needs to go back to its original size 
that process takes at least at least at least six weeks. Secondly, um, you will be bleeding for the first couple of weeks after you give birth, yeah. So that bleeding is called uh, lochia, which is a basically a bloody, fleshy discharge. That bleeding will also occur for six to eight weeks. Now, where does this bleeding come from? Is what you would wonder. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So this bleeding basically comes from the wound that is left by the placenta after you give birth. So the wound that is left by the placenta is basically the size of your palm. So you can just open your palms wide and make a circle on the edges of the palm. That's how big a wound a placenta will leave inside your uterus. If that is that big a wound is there in your body, do you not need to give it rest to heal from that wound? Right, that's absolutely uh, very common sense. If we like to say, because even in general, flu when we have or we get fever, we definitely give the body rest because that's what the body is calling for. And if you're telling that it, the wound is actually a size of um, adult hand, definitely the body requires rest, and recovering from it is essential. Exactly. So you know, you need to give yourself time to rest. That is the first thing I want to say. Then, um, if you've had a vaginal birth, okay, then because you've pushed your baby out, there's going to be swelling and bruising in the vaginal region, in the perineal region. In case you've had any degree of tear or a higher degree of tear, you may have stitches at your perineum. Or if you've had an episiotomy where they uh, cut because uh, they need to cut, then again you're going to have stitches, right? So. Uh, there is so much of bruising, swelling, stitches uh, in your vaginal and uh, anal region that that needs rest, that needs time to recover. You know, at the end of the day, no amount of medicine is going to help it recover faster than just giving it rest. So now about C um, section. So if uh, the woman is having a cesarean birth, the perineal region remains at least for the birth process untouched so when you're talking about this this is more about the vaginal birth now can you share corresponding to that what will be the physical recovery that is required for um, cesarean birth so in a cesarean birth obviously your perineal and your vaginal region is not going to be swollen or bruised but at the same time you're going to have uh, stitches in your abdomen those stitches need time to heal post uh, a couple of days or a week or so you're going to have a stitches removal session with your doctor Mm -hmm. then you're going to have to recover from that you're going to have a scar it's going to be difficult to do a lot of things like bending forward because you've basically had an abdominal surgery right you've not just had a c-section a c-section is an abdominal surgery so let's just call it what it is no that's that's absolutely right so how do you you know take care in for example uh, for for the perineal care so you know things you can do um, to recover from it is you can use an ice pack or a cold uh, cooled uh, a pad you know for example rather than using uh, do not use tampons actually do not use tampons for the first few weeks after you give birth a baby's just come out of your vagina please do not put anything up there again then if you find it difficult to sit if you've had stitches or a tear then use a donut pillow to sit on that will help take off the pressure from the perineum and try and rest for the first few weeks try and lie down as much as possible for the first few weeks okay i think donut pillow is something very easily available on amazon if i'm not wrong 
yeah yeah you can just google <laughs> donut pillow and uh, for pregnancy you'll get a lot of variations variety see what suits your budget and take what works for you what about the other aspects mitali soap again be it vaginal birth or cesarean birth uh, one of the biggest elements postpartum is breastfeeding so again what exactly is breastfeeding is something of course we'll talk in the upcoming um, episodes but let's touch upon the recovery aspect of it and what happens because of breastfeeding and what the woman needs to do um for her body and to care for herself so if you are breastfeeding after you've given birth then obviously the body is not used to or the breasts are not used to a baby you know sucking on it for at least 10 to 12 hours in a total in a day depending on how often you feed and how often your baby uh, demands the feed so that puts a lot of pressure on the nipples there's a lot of cracking around the nipples there'll be soreness you'll be frustrated you know if you're not uh, able to feed properly or if your baby is not latching on you have to learn how to latch your baby on the baby has to learn you, you know there are it's not that everybody knows how to breastfeed it's something you learn after you become a mother then in case you choose uh, not to breastfeed or for some reason you cannot breastfeed it'll take some time for the milk production to reduce that's also going to put a pressure on your body it's going to put a pressure on the breast you may still leak so it's going to take a while for you to understand what position works best for your baby and for you whether you're breastfeeding or you're not feeding and an interesting fact is you know like how we spoke about the placenta leaving the yeah. side a big wound yes, yes? so uh, what happens is that uh, if you're breastfeeding then uh, breastfeeding and keeping your bladder empty it reduces the risk of postpartum hemorrhage why because both of these things allow your uterus to contract So if you are you know too active post birth and if you start any form of exercises too early it might increase your bleeding rather than you know help you reduce the risk of postpartum hemorrhage that really reiterates the whole um you know the lesson for women that whatever expectations or standards are set out there i think listening to your body first is something that i'm i feel like i'm i'm taking away from it because again it's a body changing event so keeping these things in mind and not just aiming to get back at work or getting your um pre pregnancy weight is something that we need to keep in mind now come but yes sorry so getting back to what you said that you know for a lot of people getting back to work is essential they have no choice not everybody has the liberty to take a couple of months off some people have to just take a few days or a few weeks right. off luckily we live in india where maternity benefits are said to be some of the best in the world so women have the ability to take a longer break compared to say for example in the us where there are cases of women going back to work at within 7 days of giving birth because there's no concept of paid maternity leave there and very few people offer that so having said that that some people may have to get back to work some people may have to get fitter faster but there are ways to do it safely there are practices you can start which are safe for you and safe for your body so learn how to do those rather than just getting into a fitness routine and going to the gym or you know pushing your body to its limit understand that your body has now changed accept the change work with the change and work for the change is what i would suggest 
now along with these physical aspects i mean physically you see your body changing you feel those changes but more importantly again your life has changed right now you have a baby to take care of so of course there will be emotional uh, replications to that so how does one go about it how do how does one actually accept these changes what exactly are those changes and what can be done about it and i'm i'm not only talking for the woman but it also has an impact on the non-birthing partner which is traditionally the father so yeah can you can you enlighten the listeners on the emotional changes and the recovery period so an interesting fact is about 80% of parents will go through what we call as baby blues for the first two weeks after birth and when i say parents i mean both the mother and the father or uh, the mother and the mother or the father and the father depending on whatever setup you have now what exactly are baby blues so baby blues are characterized by something where you're crying very easily mm-hmm. or you know we say you're crying at the drop of the hat you're overwhelmed you're anxious you're you know exhausted there's lack of sleep or you know something as simple as you have low confidence as a parent you don't know what you're doing you're not sure if what you're doing is right so know that 80% of people 80% of couples will go through this so you're not alone yeah now baby blues generally it is said will last for about 2 weeks after the birth that does not mean it will not last longer that's just a very general uh, scientific uh, data that has been collated over the years now another thing that uh, affects the emotions are postpartum mood disorders so about 20% of women will go through postpartum mood disorders mm-hmm. after they give birth so knowing that you know a lot of these things are hormonal yes the hormones are giving play uh, the physical body has changed you're trying to get adjusted to a new life with a new human being for that matter a human being that is completely dependent on you for everything you know so know that you're not alone know that there are statistics which show that you're not alone going through this a lot of people who go through this and know that it's just not the woman who's going through it but even fathers do go through all of these changes yeah i think that's that's very important right to understand that physically yes uh, the imbalance is on that note that the mother um, or the woman here is taking that toll and going forward but yet emotionally and just talking about the overall environment changes your life and the life changes for both the parents so an interesting fact is that uh, fathers also undergo hormonal changes similar to a mother's experience after the baby is born the more active the father is with the baby and the primary care giving of the baby the more are the changes so postpartum can affect both parents it's not just the mother that will go through it it can be the father or the non birthing partner also who goes through postpartum changes so matali with changes also comes care so we've looked at the physical and the emotional changes and also the recovery um, bit of it now there are other aspects as well there is um, nutrition that plays a role there is fitness that plays a role um so can you please guide the listeners and to as to what kind of care that needs to be taken um, for physical and emotional changes both postpartum 
so for physical changes definitely a lot of care needs to be taken you need to know when you can start any form of exercise what kind of exercises to start with you don't need to go directly into running a marathon or you know uh, doing heavy cardio start with simple exercises that help uh, in recovery of the pelvic floor whether you've had a vaginal birth or a cesarean birth the pelvic floor needs to get rehab because the pelvic floor muscles are the muscles which hold the weight of the uterus and the baby so those need to you know get back its original strength you can start with pranayama or breathing exercises uh there's a very uh, popular or well known practice called 360 breathing which is taught even during pregnancy and it's something you can start after uh, giving birth also within a week's time you can start then work on uh, building strength in your core so when i say core exercises i don't say abdomen you know like crunches or you know holding planks there are lot of ways to build uh, strength back in the core so do those and uh, lastly i would suggest work on your upper body because you for the next 3 to 5 years are going to be holding a child a child that today weighs 3 kgs which is going to grow into 10 12 kgs by the time the child is 5 or 6 years old they'll ask to be held up for longer hours uh you will be breast if you are breastfeeding then you will be in a position which will put a lot of strain on your upper body on your neck on your shoulders so strengthen those muscles start with these exercises first and uh, other than that give your body a lot of rest and sleep it's okay to do a 5 minute exercise in a day it doesn't have to be a 50 minute or a 1 hour session 5 minutes a day exercise use the other time to sleep catch up on sleep rest okay and what about help so is it something that very easily doable because now you have all these exercises very easily available on youtube and all the other apps right so how important it is to get professional help for um, say nutrition and fitness and again i'm talking about the people who can actually afford it so what about them how can they go about it See there's definitely a lot of access on YouTube today where you have you know free tutorials you can do those but if you have the means then I would suggest it is better to find a professional whose expertise is in this because they will cater to your individual needs what is shown on YouTube is for uh, a very general you know exercise or even if it's given specifically that okay if you have this issue then you know you can do this exercise but uh who is there to diagnose the issue who is there to check if you're doing the exercise correctly who is there to let you know how to correct the exercise so if you can afford it definitely seek a professional seek a for example a postnatal yoga trainer or somebody who specializes in postnatal health maybe a physiotherapist maybe a pilates instructor but someone who specializes in postnatal recovery and go to them you know that will help you regain your strength faster i think postpartum recovery is for me more about uh, regaining my strength back retraining my muscles to work in the way that they were working before rather than uh, you know losing weight or going back to my pre pregnancy body because all of those are by products if you train your muscles you strengthen your muscles you work on them weight loss becomes a by product you don't have to worry about am i losing weight or not Yeah. With this, Dalia would like you to close up uh, on this podcast with see one advice that you would like to give to the couples out there because as parents, again talking about it's a transformative event that has taken place. Now they have a human to take care of. So if there's one advice 
particularly postpartum that you would like to give to the parents out there so my one go to advice is it's okay to limit the people who visit you after your baby is born it's okay to limit them for one week two weeks three weeks or even four weeks because in those initial few weeks is when you as a couple are learning how to take care of a child you're learning how to take care of each other with all the changes that have happened you're learning things like you know how to be a parent you're navigating breastfeeding the mother is navigating recovery as simple as you know the physical recovery that comes with pregnancy and you know sleep schedules go for a toss mm-hmm. yeah so <laughs> Uh, with a new baby yes yes it's crazy you know sleep there is no sh- there's no schedule for sleep it's just <laughs> sleep when you can so when you're doing all of this it's okay to not have anybody come visit you other than the people who are coming to help you you can tell them hey listen you know the mother is good the baby is good we're recovering we just want time for ourselves and we'll get back to you when we're ready for visitors i think that's enlightening something um it's basically building boundaries right and building healthy boundaries and again communicating very respectfully because in india these boundaries are very easily uh, being crossed over or being misunderstood so i think that's that's great advice um, to share with the parents out there and with this i think we can really close the podcast on a very um, sweet and simple note as to understanding what were the postpartum changes the recovery the care that needs to be taken not only for the mother but also for the non-birthing partner and yeah with this we're looking forward to the next episode thank you so much for listening thank you listeners hope you enjoyed the podcast see you next saturday